Welcome in to one more episode of the Wealth Guardian Show. 79 days and counting to the election. Yeah, we're going to be talking about this election and how it might impact your uh, your portfolios and your retirement in, in, uh, in the future. Uh, but first, let me uh, just uh, say thank you to all of our men and women uh, and veterans uh, of the armed forces for everything you've done for us uh, in the past and in the future. And um, before I get into today's show, um, I want to talk to you a little bit about our website. I'm, I'm going to tell you, our web people have done an incredible job of putting great content on there for you. If you'll go to thewealthguardians.com, there is a tab called Resource Center. There are some fabulous videos on there. I mean, educational stuff all about retirement planning, how to use different investment tools and so forth. And, of course, if you go to the Radio Show tab, you can listen to our past radio shows. And I would like for you to go, if you didn't hear the July 16th show with Bob Rainier, do yourself a favor and go listen to that show. Bob is a very, very interesting character. And if you like conspiracy theory type stuff, that's a great show to listen to. So um, so try that one on for, for size. Oh, and also, in today's seg- second segment, I have got an incredible case study for you. So make sure you hang around for that one. We've got a lot of stuff to get to today. So uh, why don't we just start digging in here? You know... <clears throat> Quickly, let's let's kind of fast forward to uh, Tuesday, November the 8th. It's Election Day. The citizens of our country, they voted for the next president of the United States. Is it going to be Hillary or is it going to be the Donald? If it's Hillary Clinton, does that mean higher taxes are just around the corner? If it's the Donald, could that trigger the next major stock market correction? You know, stock markets, they don't like uncertainty. Well, if you're retired or even if you're nearing retirement, uh, right now you're probably wondering, how, how does this election impact me and, 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 and my investments? And ultimately, how's it going to impact my retirement? Well, one thing's for sure. Folks, there's 100,000 baby boomers turning 65 every single day. They're retiring in droves. And any negative consequences as a result of this election will come at a very, very vulnerable time for these boomers who are trying to make the most out of every dollar they've saved for retirement. They can't afford another 2008-type correction. So how will this presidential election impact you? And what can you do now to protect your money in your retirement? So today we're going to reveal some potential financial consequences that could come with a Hillary or a Trump victory, plus some little-known strategies that could help election-proof that portfolio of yours, no matter who becomes president. So what I'm going to do today, I'm going to keep it straight. I'll have plenty of my own commentary as time goes by about, about the election. But I'm going to try to focus on three major areas and compare and contrast the difference between Hillary and Trump. We're going to look at three areas where I think are the biggest um, points of emphasis for retirees, Social Security, taxes, and health care. 
Now, I'm going to try to keep this one straight. I, you know, I'm not going to let my prejudices in, in this analysis. I'm going to try. But fair disclosure, I could never in any case ever vote for Hillary Clinton. On the other hand, Donald Trump was my 17th pick. My first pick was the first one out of the race. What does that say about me? <laughs> okay. Um, let's get back into this thing. Let's, let's, let's take a look here at, uh, at a few things about these folks. Let's start with Social Security for, for number one. You know, when it comes right down to Social Security, Hillary Clinton says that she's not going to raise the Social Security retirement age. And she's going to oppose anybody else who tries to raise it. And Donald Trump said that he would raise um, the retirement age from 67 to 70. And the libertarian presidential guy, Gary Johnson, supports raising that retirement age. So Trump's view is that if the economy is robust and growing, which he believes he is the guy to to make that happen, um, then Social Security itself is going to be protected uh, by that uh, that robust economy. Uh, he's going to negotiate those great trade deals. Uh, there's going to be tax reform. We'll get to that in, in just a minute. And um, he doesn't believe that raising the retirement age is going to be something that's necessary. Um, Hillary Clinton, status quo. Just keep on keeping on. Uh, she's stated many, many times she is adamantly opposed to any part of Social Security being privatized. I'll tell you, uh, you know, I, t- I know a little bit about Social Security. And no matter who gets elected, there has got to be some changes coming down the road. And what they'll do to change it, well, come to one of my Social Security workshops and uh, we go into a uh, pretty in-depth talk about, about that. All righty, if you just joined us, you are on the Wealth Guardians radio show. My name's Doug Ray, and today we're talking about how this election, this presidential election cycle, may impact your retirement portfolio. So, yeah, we're talking about this presidential election cycle and how it could impact you and, and your investments. I can't guarantee you much of anything in, in, in this, this cycle, but I can guarantee you this. This election is going to come and it's going to go. You'll have a new president. I guarantee you will still have a need to generate income in retirement. And I guarantee you'll still have a need to pay for health care. And I guarantee you'll still need to pay your taxes. No matter who wins this election, life goes on. And if you don't have a financial game plan, you're just setting yourself up for a huge fall. Let me prove how easy it can be with our customized five-point retirement master plan. Don't let an event like Brexit, the election, or the next Fed announcement or anything else control your money or your retirement. You take control. It doesn't cost you a dime. It doesn't obligate you to anything. You got nothing to lose. Many of these strategies we talk about on this show work best for people who have saved a million dollars or more for retirement or for people who are trying to get there. But, but, if you've saved at least $100,000 for retirement, 
Be one of the first 10 callers to schedule your analysis. Call us right now at 336-391-3409. You know, I'd love to be able to do this analysis for every one of my listeners, but, you know, unfortunately, there's just so much time in a day. So it is, again, for the first 10 callers, 336-391-3409. All right, let's roll into the two candidates' positions on health care, Medicare, and Medicaid. Now, let's step back just a moment and kind of quickly um, look at and define the difference between Medicare and Medicaid. They, they, those two words sound a lot alike, and I know that a lot of people are confused as to what what they are. Um, Medicare is a federal program that provides health coverage when you turn 65 or older, or or younger if you have a severe disability. Medicaid, on the other hand, is a state and a federal program that provides health coverage if you have a very, very low income. Now, Mrs. Clinton has said that if she's elected, she is going to continue to fight to protect and strengthen Medicare. And she specifically states that she will fight any attempt to repeal the Affordable Care Act and or privatize or phase out Medicare. Now, the Affordable Care Act, otherwise known as Obamacare, um, is not doing very well. It's going to have to have some sort of an overhaul. I mean, just this week, Aetna announced that they were leaving North Carolina um, and so have so many other health care providers. Uh, it is becoming inc- an incredible loss for these insurance companies to continue to provide policies on these uh, exchanges. Now, for Donald Trump. Trump has stated that he will work with Congress to repeal the Affordable Care Act and create a sound public policy that will broaden health care access, make health care more affordable, and improve the quality of care available to Americans. In other words, he's going to make health care great again. All right, so let's roll into taxes. What are each candidate's view of taxes? So with uh, Mr. Trump, uh, he is talking about cutting taxes, which is a typical uh, Republican uh, platform, uh, especially corporate taxes. We have the highest corporate tax rates in the country, and I believe his plan is to bring those corporate tax rates uh, from 35% down to 15% or something like that. And that's going to encourage, he thinks, to bring some of this money that these corporations have stashed overseas uh, back home to, to us. Now, Mrs. Clinton, she's calling for raising taxes on high-income households. You know, they're talking about uh, increasing taxes on those folks that make over $250,000, even higher than what it is now at the, at the current tax brackets. But, <clears throat> you know, no matter who gets elected, um, I believe that taxes will be going up in the future. I have said that many, many times. Now, before we go to the break, stay tuned to the next segment. I have got a great case study. I call him Charlie Case Study. He is a 65-year-old gentleman who has an IRA account 
that he doesn't need to take the income from, and his goal is to pass it on to his children. You're listening to The Wealth Guardians here on 94.5 WPTI. Alrighty, welcome back to the Wealth Guardians radio program. My name's Doug Ray. Hey, if you just joined us, the first segment, I was talking about uh, this election coming up and the differences of um, Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump on three important topics to uh, Americans and specifically retirees, Social Security, taxes, and health care. If you missed that segment, uh, go to our website, www.thewealthguardians.com, and uh, we'll have the show podcasts on there probably by the middle of, of uh, next week. And all you have to do is click on the radio show uh, tab there, and uh, you can find that show, our today's show, as well as all the other shows. Uh, there's a lot of interesting information on, on there as well. I've got also on that website, I'll tell you, I, I just can't salute our, our webmasters enough with what they've done and the content they've put on there. We have a ton of research papers that you can you can look at, um, retirement planning, Social Security, life insurance, annuities, stock market stuff. I mean, it's just a wealth of information there for you to, um, uh, to, to look at. And we also, I don't know if you know this or not, I don't talk about it probably enough, but we also have a Facebook page. I would love for you to go to the Wealth Guardians radio show on Facebook and and take a look at that and and give us a, give us a like if you like it. All right, <clears throat> I like to bring up case studies every once in a while because I think it's a good learning experience for you. And all of these case studies um, are actual real life case studies and. You know, I changed the names to protect the innocent, as they say. But let's look at this one. Let's call him Charlie Case Study. Charlie Case Study came to me via, let's see, I think it was one of our radio ads that he he called in on. Charlie is 65. He's retired. This is a bit of a different case study. I know it doesn't fit everybody. But pieces of it might. At least the goal here might fit you. The, the dollars, don't worry about the dollars. The, you can you know, you know can use the dollars and fit your scheme. Um, but Charlie's retired. He's 65. Charlie's been blessed. He's got a pension, believe it or not. Uh, he has no debt. And, um, you know, he, the, he and his wife, they live very comfortably but well within their means. Now, Charlie amassed... A nice little IRA. He's got a million dollars in his IRA. And he doesn't need to take income out of it. His goal and his wife's goal is they've got three kids and they've got about four or five, I can't remember, grandkids. They want this money to go to them. That is ultimately what their goal is. So I sat down and we talked about different strategies. I talked about doing a Roth conversion. Um, I talked about, um, you know, taxes and how the taxes are going to be higher in the future. And he agrees with that and 
how, you know, starting to convert now to a Roth would get some tax-free growth, compounding. They'd be able to, uh, the children could inherit the Roth accounts uh, eventually. But that actually, he just, Charlie's one of those guys that just cannot stand paying tax if he doesn't have to. But I reminded Charlie, even if he keeps his IRA the way it is at 70 and a half, Uncle Sam's going to make him start taking some money out of that IRA. It's called a required minimum distribution. And he says, yeah, I know. I realize that. But that's five years from now. And by golly, I just don't want to pay him any more taxes. I paid him a daggum nuff. Well, I didn't disagree with that. I can understand his thought process. So we looked at another strategy. Now, remember, Charlie doesn't need this money. He He doesn't have to take income from it. But at the same time, he wants to keep control of it just in case he may need it down the road. You never know, right? So he's got this million dollars. And I want to tell you, we've got a new program now, a new investment tool that came out that is perfect for this type of planning. It's also a perfect income-producing planner, too. It just became available this week. It's from an insurance company named Athene. And what they have is designed an indexed annuity whose growth engine was built by a nexus, and the firm that manages this growth engine is Merrill Lynch. So you got three of the best names in the business inside of this investment tool. I want to show you what this strategy does given the three different scenarios. We're going to take a look at the performance of this program with Charlie from age 65, and we're going to assume he makes it to life expectancy of 85, so that's 20 years of performance. We're also going to have to take out his required minimum distributions at 70 and a half um, to age 85. So the three scenarios we're going to look at, is we're going to take a look at a 0% return. We're going to assume that for the next 20 years, that Merrill Lynch managed index gets nothing, zip, nada. Now, do you think that's realistic? Nah, that's not realistic, but we're going to look at it because this is the worst-case scenario. This is the absolute guarantee. Now, here's what's cool about this. Even though we're assuming a 0% rate of return, off of that index, Athene has an optional death benefit guarantee. It's called a rider that he can get that will guarantee him a 4% per year rate of return on the death benefit. So what does that look like? And this is net of all the fees. Everything I'm talking about is net of the fees. So at 0% return on the index, At age 85, if he passes with a million dollars in the IRA to start with at age 65, and oh, by the way, Athene gives him a 10% bonus on that deposit. So his million dollars, day one, turns into $1,100,000. So the death benefit, the guarantee at age 85, 
is he'll be able to pass on $628,423. He has taken out, over those years, in required minimum distributions, $550,533. Now remember, this is a worst-case scenario. This is an absolute rock-solid guarantee. Now, let's get more realistic. Let's take a look at what the best 10-year performance average has been and see what the results would be there. Now, if we do the math and do the, the, um, the backcasting on this Merrill Lynch index, the best 10-year performance has averaged 9.15% per year. Oh, and by the way, since it's in an indexed annuity vehicle, you don't get any downside. There is no negative. When the stock market goes down, you stay flat. Nothing goes down with your account. But the best 10-year is 9.15%. So at age 85, when Charlie Case Study passes away, his death benefit, the leave to his beneficiaries in his IRA account, is going to be $2,140,000, five, let me say that again, $2 million $140,588. That's what the beneficiaries get. But wait, there's more, as they say on those late-night TV commercials. Remember, he's had to take a required minimum distribution out of this account. Guess how much he's had to take out over that period of time? Well, here it is. $1,304,194. Folks, that is a total benefit to him of $3,444,782. That's pretty awesome. Now, that was the best 10-year performance. Is that likely to happen to you? Well, if you're lucky, maybe. But let's look at something more realistic. Let's look at the worst 10-year performance of this Merrill Lynch Index. The worst 10-year performance average is 7.79% with not a single negative return. Now, wouldn't you like to find 7.79% in a perfectly safe vehicle right now? If you would, give us a call. The number is 336-391-3409. But let's get back to this a little bit. <clears throat> Remember the goal here is Charlie's a 65, he has a million dollars in his IRA, he wants to pass it on to his kids and grandkids. He doesn't need the income. In a worst-case 10-year track record of 7.79%, here's what would happen if Charlie passed away at life expectancy at 85. The death benefit, the monies that he'd have in his IRA at that point in time that would go to these beneficiaries is $1,616,000. $348. But again, wait, there's more. Remember, he's this is an IRA. At 70 and a half, he had to take money out of it called a required minimum distribution. The total of those RMDs was $1,099,242. A total benefit of $2,635,000. $540. That's pretty amazing. You know, 
we start with a million, we run it for 20 years, we get a total benefit in the worst case environment of over $2.6 million. So again, if this fits you, if this is something you'd like for me to run for you, to put it in perspective for you, maybe you don't have a million dollars. Maybe you have 100000 in your IRA. Maybe, maybe you need to take income out of that IRA. We can design this any way you want. If you're interested in this case study, if it fits you, and you want to see how it looks on your numbers and your situation in, for your family, call us. The number is 336-391-3409. That's 336-391-3409. Now, next week, I'm going to show you how to supercharge this case. So make sure you come back for next week's Wealth Guardian Show right here on 94.5 WPTI.